You're listening to Air IQ, a field controls podcast. It's getting to be that time of year. You know what I'm talking about. When the weather gets colder and the indoor heat comes on, let the season of dried out skin, lips, and noses begin. How can you stay warm but still feel comfortable? Welcome to this episode of the Air IQ podcast brought to you by Field Controls. I'm your host, James Kent, and today we are going to be talking about a great solution for comfortable controlled air quality in the home or at your business, steam humidifiers. Joining me on the podcast is John Cotton. John is a tech support and project coordinator at Field Controls, and he's a licensed HVAC and universal Freon technician. John's here to talk about steam humidifiers and give you all the information you need to keep those dried air doldrums at bay. John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, James. How's it going? It's going good. It's a little cold where I am. Well, it seems to be getting that way all across the country right now. (laughs) Yes. And with everybody throwing their heat on, uh, you brought up a good point about the skin drying out and... Increased static electricity in the homes because of poor humidification. So, John, early in my career, I worked in a very small IT department in a manufacturing setting. And in the wintertime, especially, the air would get so dry, we had to put a portable humidifier in the computer room so we wouldn't cause shocks and shut down the network. You know, looking back at it now, I wish we hadn't installed a steam humidifier in the building because the dry air in the building was a year-long issue. Uh, Why do you think people overlook steam humidifiers as an option for residences and business settings? Well, one of the things that they could be overlooking is like some parts of the country, like where we are in North Carolina, we have a lot of humidity in the air already. But they don't think about when that air is being heated, the heat from your furnace or uh, air handling system is going to be drawing that moisture out of the air to make the air drier. And of course, anything that you do have in your home or in your office space, such as wood paneling, wood furniture, all that is going to absorb moisture and draw that moisture out of the air to prevent those products from cracking and warping and items like that. So what are some of the other benefits of steam humidifiers? Uh, Well, one thing with steam humidifiers, because if you've got that moisture in your air, it's going to make your air feel more comfortable to you because your skin's not going to be drying out. So it's not going to be drawing the moisture out of your skin. And so you're going to have that more evenly comfort of the air stream in your home or in your office space so it's not going to you're not going to have to need to heat it as frequently yeah i know in my house uh, we have a pellet stove and you know we primarily it's only used in the winter but when that's on it keeps us more comfortable but boy it's really drying on the hands and the, and the face exactly and that's because when you heat that air it draws the moisture out of it and of course uh, any like i said earlier any of your wood fixtures that moisture is going to be drawn out of those products too so your furniture your wood floors any type of furniture like that uh, tables desks that moisture is going to be drawn out of that and that, that's the important thing with the steam humidifiers because it adds that moisture back to the air so it's not going to be drawing that moisture out of those products. What, what do people need to know about installing steam humidifiers? Are there any common mistakes made in how they're installed or you know something specific that a person needs to know? That is one of the biggest problems that 
I've seen a lot of people don't realize that with a steam humidifier, when you're putting that into your ductwork, you have to have a certain amount of space in that ductwork. So that way that steam humidifier doesn't restrict too much of the airflow in the system, which could cause poor air circulation in the home and could cause problems with the steam humidifier. Because with the steam humidifier, you can't restrict more than 25% of the cross-sectional area in your ductwork or else you're going to start running into problems with the airflow in your home. Is that maybe a more of a common problem with, say, older homes or like newer homes more equipped to handle that? Uh, a lot of the ductwork and stuff, it depends on how the ductwork is ran in your home. And you also don't want to put it in a turbulent air area like near a corner because then the airflow is not going to be going across that unit correctly and it's not going to be humidifying properly. I mean, our steam humidifiers, they're square inch dimensions. It's going to be like around 93 square inches. So you have to have a ductwork that's roughly 20 by 19 for this unit not to interfere with your airflow and not restrict that much of airflow. So it's not really an older home problem. It's going to be all homes, and it's the way the ductwork is designed coming out of the heat and appliance. Got it. So basically, there's there's a location factor, and then there's a space factor that comes into play that people need to know about um, so that they get the right either. Is there certain types of units that can handle different types of areas? We have two different units that we offer. Uh, one's a... 120 volt unit and one's a 220 volt unit the 120 volt unit is roughly for houses that are around 2400 square feet or less where the 220 volt unit is going to be for larger homes which is going to be like 3200 square feet and below so you know if you have a really large home you might need multiple systems especially on some of those larger homes that do have two HVAC systems. They might need to have two a unit in each system. And I've seen some places where they've actually had large homes where they had a 220-volt unit in one part and a 120-volt unit in another part just because of how large the home was. So like a multi-zone system. Correct. Some people have zone systems, and you can use the steam humidifier with a zone system, but... I don't usually recommend it for that type of application because if you have one area that's zoned off, any moisture from the steam humidifier that gets into that area that can condense and then could cause premature failure of your ductwork. That's why I try not to recommend using the steam humidifier on a zone system to try to have it as a complete open system. When it comes to people's concerns, I'm imagining that people might be concerned that, well, we have the steam humidifier, it's going to provide too much humidity. So how, how do steam humidifiers regulate the air quality so the right humidity levels are provided? With our steam humidifiers, we also offer a humidistat that you can mount either into the room near your appliance or in the return ductwork coming back. So that way it's sensing the humidity in the air coming back into your furnace or air handler unit. That way, it's going to regulate. You set it. We offer an outdoor air sensor that can regulate it to the temperature outside, or you could put it in the manual mode and regulate it to the humidity level that you want 
once it reaches that level, it's going to prevent the unit from operating. So that way you're not over humidifying. Say it's at a home or, or in a business, people have a way to monitor and see what that humidity uh, device is doing. Correct. Because on the humidistat, it's going to tell you what the humidity is in the area that it's mounted at, whether it's on the return. So you can hit the button and it'll tell you what the humidity level is reading. And you can also see what it's set to. So like, let's say you have it set to 45% and it's reading 46%. Well, it's it could be in the point where it's getting ready to come on because of the air's drying out, or it could be just that it just got done running. So it's got to let that humidity balance out for a little bit. Now, do you have any thoughts for someone who might be considering their options for solving these drier situations in their business or residence? Uh, you know, why should they think about a steam humidifier? One thing with steam humidifiers is it's generating that steam, but it's only going to be running when your furnace or air handler is running. And if it does call where it needs to generate the steam, it automatically kicks the blower on on your appliance. So that way it distributes that moisture throughout the air and steam is going to be absorbed into your airstream a lot quicker than an evaporative type or a bypass type humidifier that's using the media pad rotating through water or having water drain down across it. Yeah, I mean, you know, this sounds like a, a solution again that people really, they don't consider it offhand. They always think, oh, you know, in the wintertime, uh, my kid's got a cold, I'm going to drag out the humidifier. And then, uh, you know, that water sits there and things get, you know, crusted over. And before you know it, you have to buy another one. And this is something that could really benefit people, especially in the wintertime. But again, I can see where there's other areas where, you know, some buildings, they're on with the air conditioning 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you work there. And even if it's not cold out, it's still very dry indoors. So it seems like there's it's really a year-round solution. Correct. And another thing that you brought up about maintenance one thing with our steam humidifiers is once every 24 hours, it does a flush on the unit. So it drains out all the water to try to help prevent the minerals from building up in the unit. Plus, we also have a zinc anode that's mounted inside that reservoir tank to help absorb the minerals and prevent them from building up on the heating element. It's more of a sacrificial <laughs> anode to prevent that buildup on the heating element to keep the unit working properly. And, you know, sort of as we wrap up this conversation, you just brought up a point. What type of maintenance do these systems require? Is it, you know, sort of a, a yearly checkup or are these things pretty much kind of on their own? But, I, I, you know, someone probably wants to know, well, what do I need to do on a yearly basis or, you know, bi-yearly basis to keep these things up and running with no problems? One thing that we always recommend doing is that the zinc anode be replaced annually because that's going to draw the minerals to it to prevent them from building up on the heating element. But the unit should be emptied and taken down and cleaned at least once a year with a, they could use a regular vinegar and water solution, 50-50 mixture, soak the reservoir pan in there to help break up any minerals that are in there, and then dump it out, rinse it out, and be good to go for the next season. I, I know, you know, for me that, you know, once a year, get the furnace cleaned and you could probably wrap up these things in once. Hey, you know, 
yearly maintenance furnace, yearly maintenance your steam humidifier. Correct. Because they could actually do that. It really doesn't take a whole long, uh, lot of time to clean the unit and replace that zinc anode. And they could do that on their yearly service where they're tuning up the system for the heating season or getting done with the heating season, switching to cooling season and do the service on the steam humidifier at that time. Oh, that sounds great. So before we go, is there anything else that we haven't covered that you think is important for a listener to hear about the steam humidifiers? Really important part that a lot of people don't, uh, that they tend to overlook is that the CFM of airflow that you're, furnace or air handlers putting out. With these units, they need to have around 600 CFM of airflow or greater to properly work. So that way they don't overheat or cause any type of problems with your ductwork, getting condensation build up and dripping out of the ductwork. Great. I want to thank my guest, John Cotton, tech support and project coordinator at Field Controls. John, it's been a pleasure. And I think it's like perfect timing <laughs> to talk about this topic because uh, I know that just in the past couple of weeks, we've got a huge cold spell uh, where I'm at and my hands, I'm looking at them right now, they're very dry. That is true. This is the time of the year that people notice problems with humidification because the heat's on more frequently and their skin starts drying out, cracking. And that's where they really notice it. All right. Well, John, it's been a pleasure. All right. Well, thank you, James, and have a good day. You too, John. We'll be talking to you soon. And thank you for checking out this podcast episode of AirIQ brought to you by Field Controls. If you want to hear more podcasts like this one, go to fieldcontrols.com or go to marketscale.com industries and click on the building management specific vertical tab. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I've been your host, James Kent. Thanks for listening.